very good morning and welcome to the wake up call of course this is a production of kopn 89.5 fm columbia it's thursday and as you well know this edition will focus on the environment oh yes we'll wrap up our walk through the impact of climate change on the public health of missouri i'm mazino dixon your guide and host this beautiful morning let's first off take a look at the weather for thursday morning it will be sunny and bright with temperatures at two degrees low and high temperatures not exceeding 29 degrees fahrenheit it will be cloudy in the evening and at night it will be steady with temperatures at 2 degrees celsius friday morning we'll see cloudy skies early lasting till later in the day don't be surprised as there could be a slight chance of a rain shower with a high temperature of 52 degrees fahrenheit winds traveling west to north will be at 10 to 20 miles per hour okay we're done with the weather let's head to the newsroom now Smith Drive and Louisville Drive have been identified as streets with traffic operating at speeds that are higher than desirable. The City of Columbia Public Works Department has scheduled an informal open house informational meeting concerning a traffic calming project. This meeting will be held Thursday, February 14th. This meeting will be held Thursday, February 17th from 6 to 7 p.m. in Conference Room 1A in City Hall, 701 East Broadway. During the meeting, residents will be able to view design proposals, speak with public works staff, and fill out a public comment card. For details, go to www.como.gov. Judge Greg Case of the Western District of Missouri has issued an order appointing a receiver to take control of facilities owned by defendants HBI Product Incorporated, Sanjo Properties Limited, and William Garvey after the defendants repeatedly failed to comply with a 2011 settlement intended to resolve alleging long-standing violations of state and federal environmental laws. According to the Missouri Independent, Judge Case said this ruling would reinforce the joint efforts of the federal government as well as the state governments to protect health and enforce environmental laws. Well, let's see what happens here. Let's see how it pans out if the defendants will comply with the ruling. Yes, it's important to protect the environment with appropriate legislation and, of course, judicial pronouncements. The Missouri Advisory Council on Historic Preservation will consider nominations to the National Register of Historic Places during its meeting to be held February 16th at 10 a.m. The following nomination will be considered. They are Wilson's Creek National Battlefield, 6424 West Farm Road, 182 Republic, Christian and Green Counties. The Missouri Advisory Council on Historic Preservation includes historians, architects, archaeologists and citizens interested in historic preservation. Well, I would implore you to attend that meeting if you have a thing or you are interested in preservation, especially of historical monuments. 
And finally, let's take this one from the Missouri Independent, where Jared Strong reports that the U.S. Department of Agriculture plans to spend up to $1 billion to foster the creation of climate-friendly agricultural and forestry products by offering grants to facilitate their production and the markets to sell them. The goal is to reduce greenhouse gas emissions or sequester carbon in those industries. This new Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities program will provide up to $100 million for individual pilot projects to plan and implement emission-reducing practices, create new markets to sell the products that result from those practices, and quantify the effectiveness of the practices. It is open to a wide variety of entities such as businesses, non-profit organizations, governments, Native American tribal governments, and organizations, colleges, and universities. Well, if you're interested, I will implore you to go to the website of USDA to get more information. And with that, we end the newsroom bit. The program remains the wake-up call. We'll be back in a moment. Stay tuned. You are listening to The Wake Up Call and it's coming to you from KOPN 89.5 FM, Columbia. Okay, now for the past three Thursday editions, we've dwelled strongly on the impact of climate change as it regards Missouri's public health system. Well, it is what it is. Like it or not, climate change is virtually impacting every facet of life. The rising heat levels in Colombia and beyond in recent years are a clear evidence. But of more significance is the disparity in heat levels between more urbanized areas and rural ones. For instance, the Missouri Information Corps in a recent publication noted that increase in man-made materials such as concrete and asphalt are pushing temperatures to record levels. So, in other words, the heat level is dependent on how well the services in each environment absorb and hold heat. Sophie Watterson is a policy coordinator, Missouri Coalition for the Environment. Our mission is to educate, organize, and advocate in defense of Missouri's people and our environment. So we're advocating for people as a part of the environment, not the environment as a separate entity. And I think it's so important to talk about climate change as a public health issue. We do that, and in my role, do that by researching issues both in kind of like the academic research that you would think of and in conversations with partners and residents who are affected by issues in Missouri. Um, we provide comment and we're a stakeholder in the policymaking process um, when there are opportunities to bring in that environmental health perspective. Um, and a big part of what we do is information sharing um, because because it is really critical to have a translator on how policy affects people in their daily lives and then to empower people to participate in the policy making process by telling their stories um, and asking questions. It will be recalled that in 2012, the Midwest United States was hit by drought. Missouri was not spared as the region suffered from reduced safe water, agricultural supply and hydropower. To mitigate the impact of such weather events going forward, the 2021-2024 Midwest Drought Early Warning System was launched in November 2021. It sets out to identify priorities, outcomes, and activities the Midwest's plans to undertake and activities that will help to undertake together in improving drought early warning and preparedness for the region. 
As commendable as this plan is, well, <laughs> much needs to be done to ensure it's implemented inclusively. Dr. Quinn Timinsky says these scenarios put vulnerable sections of Missouri's population in a tight corner. We know from occupational therapy research from hundreds of years that um, it is those things and, and, and engaging in things that bring you meaning and bring you joy that actually contribute to positive health in your life. Um, and so what we find is that extreme weather events cause issues of what we call occupational justice. So similar to climate justice or um, social justice, uh, occupational justice is this idea that every individual has the right to engage in the occupations or activities that are meaningful and satisfying to them. And when we see barriers to that, and, and, and the barrier could be um, as simple as, you know, um, the, the environment they live in, it could be something more like climate, it could be social policies, you know, anything, we see decreased ability to engage. Well, very well spoken. Yes, we'll continue to look at the environment. We'll continue to look at climate change as it impacts not just Columbia and other towns, but indeed the entire Missouri and Midwest. And with that, we end this edition of The Wake Up Call. Join us same time next week for another edition. Stand by now for Democracy Now! From the news team, I'm Mazino Dixon. Good morning. Good morning.